Welcome back to History Plus True Crime Uncovered, a new podcast series all about historical stories, people, and places. Disclaimer, some content in this episode may be sensitive to some listeners. Discretion is advised for those under the age of 13. Last week, I did an episode on Henry VIII and Anne Boleyn and their love affair, and I thought it only fair that if we're going to talk about Anne Boleyn, we should talk about her sister. Um, Mary Boleyn has typically been just a footnote in history. She appears second to Anne Boleyn, who is the much more popular <laughs> sister. And But I think it is important because she did live. She lived a full life. She actually outlived her entire family and inherited the entire Boleyn inheritance. So I would think out of all the people in the Boleyn family, she made it. Now, during my research, I've researched Mary Boleyn for a span of several years. If you don't know me personally, um, you do know that you don't know that I have been writing a book on the Boleyns for a number of years. It's not finished, probably won't be finished for some time, but I'm getting there. And in my research, one of my favorite books, and I think also one of the most concise books in regards to Mary Boleyn, is by Alison Weir. It's entitled Mary Boleyn, the Mistress of Kings. It is an amazing book. I I believe I've had this for a few years. Um, got it, I think, right after it was released. And um, I believe I bought it on Amazon. So check out Amazon. Uh, Alison Weir, Mary Boleyn, the Mistress of Kings. I am going to read the in introduction that Allison Weir wrote in here um, and then just kind of get into some more of her history. Mary Boleyn has gone down in history as a great and infamous whore. She was the mistress of two kings, Francois I of France and Henry VIII of England, and sister to Anne Boleyn, Henry VIII's second wife. She may secretly have borne Henry a child. It was because of his adultery with Mary that his marriage to Anne was declared invalid. It is not hard to see how this tangled web of covert relationships have given rise to rumors and myths that have been embroidered over the centuries, and particularly in recent years, so that the truth about Mary has become obscured. In all of my years of writing women's histories, I have never tackled a subject who has been so romanticized, mythologized, and misrepresented. It may seem a strange in the pages that follow to see popular history books, some of them decades out of date compared with serious academic studies, and yet the former are important because it is only through them that the mythology of Mary Boleyn has largely been created, nurtured, and reaffirmed, and it is helpful to see where and how misconceptions originated. So I'm not going to read the entire introduction. Um, it's kind of long, but 
that's the gist of it she she does an excellent job of the history of mary the boleyn family the you know henry VIII's great matter how she you know she kind of served a background um purpose uh in the story she was not henry VIII's mistress for very long it is disputed that henry carey and her daughter could possibly have been henry VIII's children however during the time period that those children were born she was married to william carey her first husband and so typically what happened in that case and what happened in mary boleyn's case is that um the husband would then claim the children as his own even if he did not father the children um so there would have been no way that henry the eighth would have claimed those children or legitimized them or attempted to legitimize them just because of the husband claiming paternity so i mean those are some interesting facts with this uh i feel like mary boleyn sat on the sidelines while anne boleyn rose to fame and i do think mary boleyn was a notable character during the tudor era so i feel like her story does need to be told mary boleyn also known as lady mary was the elder sister of english queen consort anne boleyn whose family enjoyed considerable influence during the reign of king henry the eighth mary was one of the mistresses of henry the eighth for an unknown period it has been rumored that she bore two of the king's children though highly disputed and henry did not acknowledge either of them mary was also rumored to have been a mistress of henry the eighth's rival king francois of france for some period between 1515 and 1519 Mary Boleyn was married twice, in 1520 to William Carey and again secretly in 1534 to William Stafford, a soldier from a good family but with few prospects. The secret marriage to a man considered beneath her station angered King Henry VIII and her sister Queen Anne and resulted in Mary's banishment from the royal court. She died seven years later having spent the remainder of her life in obscurity. Mary was probably born at Blickling Hall, the family seat in Norfolk, and grew up at Hever Castle in Kent. She was the daughter of a wealthy diplomat and courtier, Thomas Boleyn, later Earl of Wiltshire, by his marriage to Elizabeth Howard, the eldest daughter of Thomas Howard, then Earl of Surrey, and future second Duke of Norfolk, and his first wife, Elizabeth Tilney. Therefore, Mary was a niece of the future third Duke third duke of norfolk and a first cousin of both the poet and soldier henry howard earl of surrey and henry the eighth's future fifth wife catherine howard daughter of lord edmund howard mary's uncle there is no evidence as to mary's exact date of birth but it occurred sometime between 1499 and 1508 most historians suggest she was the eldest of the three surviving Boleyn children. Evidence suggests that the Boleyn family treated Mary as the eldest child. In 1597, her grandson, Lord Hunson, claimed the Earl 
Earl of Ormond on the grounds that he was the Boleyn's legitimate heir. Many ancient peerages can descend through female heirs without an immediate male heir. If Anne had been the elder sister, the better claim to the title would have belonged to her daughter, Queen Elizabeth I. However, it appears that Queen Elizabeth offered Mary's son Henry the earldom as he was dying, although he declined it. If Mary had been the eldest Boleyn's sister, Henry would have had the better claim to the title regardless of a new grant from the Queen. There is evidence to suggest that Mary was older than Anne. She was married first on February 4, 1520, an elder daughter traditionally married before a younger sister. Moreover, in 1532, when Anne was created Marchess, Marquess of Pembroke, she was referred to as one of the daughters of Thomas Boleyn. Were she the eldest, that status probably would have been mentioned. Most historians now accept Mary as the eldest child, placing her birth sometime in 1499. I think it should be noted that during this time period in history, uh, heirs male, so male children, um, their births were documented heavily, were recorded. Um, girls female children were typically not their birth dates places things like that were not recorded um because you know societal it was not an accepted practice they just didn't record it they didn't see that it was as important as recording the births and places of male children because they were in fact the heirs of their family or royalty or whatever it was. During her early years, it was most likely that Mary was educated alongside her brother George and her sister Anne at Hever Castle. She was given the conventional education deemed essential for young ladies of her rank and status, which included the basic principles of arithmetic, grammar, history, reading, spelling, and writing. In addition to her family genealogy, Mary learned the feminine accomplishments of dancing, embroidery, etiquette, household management, music, needlework, singing, and games such as cards and chess. She was also taught archery, falconry, riding, and hunting. Mary remained in England for most of her childhood until she was sent abroad in 1514, around the age of 15, when her father secured her a place as a maid of honor to the king's sister, Princess Mary, who was going to Paris to marry King Louis of France. Mary was joined in Paris by her father, Sir Thomas, and her sister Anne, who had been studying in France for the previous year. During this time, Mary was supposed to have embarked on sexual affairs, including one with King Francis I himself, Francois having succeeded Louis, who had died shortly after his marriage to Princess Mary. Although most historians believe that the reports of her sexual affairs are exaggerated, Francois referred to her as the English mare, my hackney, and a very great whore, the most infamous of all. She returned to England in 1519, where she was appointed a maid of honor to Catherine of Aragon, the queen consort of Henry VIII. Mary was reportedly considered to be a great beauty at both the French and English courts. Soon after her return, Mary was married to William Carey, 
a wealthy and influential courtier on February 4, 1520. Henry VIII was a guest at the couple's wedding. At some point, Mary became Henry's mistress. The starting date and duration of the liaison are unknown. However, it was likely under two years. It was rumored that the king fathered one or both of Mary's children. Even if this was so, however, Henry did not acknowledge either one of them as his children. Although he had previously acknowledged Henry Fitzroy, his son by another mistress, Elizabeth Blount. Henry VIII's wife, Catherine of Aragon, had first been married to Henry's elder brother Arthur when he was a little over 15 years old, but Arthur died just a few months later. Henry later used this to justify the annulment of his marriage to Catherine, arguing that her marriage to Arthur had created an affinity between Henry and Catherine as his brother's wife. Under canon law, she became his sister. In 1527, during his initial attempts to obtain a papal annulment of his marriage to Catherine, Henry similarly requested a dispensation to marry Anne, the sister of his former mistress. Anne returned to England in January 1522. She soon joined the royal court as one of Queen Catherine's maids of honor. Anne achieved considerable popularity at court, although the sisters moved in different circles and were not considered close. Although Mary is said to have been more attractive than her sister, Anne seems more ambitious and intelligent. When the king took an interest in Anne, she refused to become his mistress. By the middle of 1526, Henry was determined to marry her. This gave him further incentive to seek the annulment of his marriage to Catherine of Aragon. When Mary's husband died during an outbreak of sweating sickness, Henry granted Anne Boleyn the wardship of her nephew, Henry Carey. Mary's husband had left her with considerable debts and Anne arranged for her nephew to be educated at a respectable monastery. Anne also interceded to secure an annual pension of 100 pounds to her widowed sister. In 1532, Mary was one of her companions when Anne accompanied Henry to the English Pale of Calais on his way to a state visit to France. Anne was crowned queen on June 1st, 1533, and on September 7th gave birth to Henry's daughter Elizabeth, who later became became Queen Elizabeth I. In 1534, Mary secretly married an Essex landowner's younger son, William Stafford, later Sir William Stafford. Since Stafford was a soldier, his prospects as a second son so slight and his income so small, many believed that the union was a love match. When Mary became pregnant, the marriage was discovered. Queen Anne was furious, and the Boleyn family disowned Mary. The couple were banished from court. Mary's financial circumstances became so desperate that she begged the king's chief, chief advisor, Thomas Cromwell, to speak to Henry and Anne. She admitted that she might have chosen a greater man of birth, but never one that would have loved her so well, nor a more honest man. And she went on, quote, I had rather beg my bread with him than to be the greatest queen in Christendom. And I believe verily he would not forsake me to be a king. End quote. Henry, however, seems to be indifferent to her plight. Mary asked Cromwell to speak to her father, her uncle, and her brother, but to no avail. Anne relented, sending Mary a significant, a magnificent gold cup and some money, but still refused to reinstate her, posi her position at court. 
This partial reconciliation was the closest the two sisters attained. It is not thought that they met after Mary's exile from the king's court. Mary's life between 1534 and her sister's execution on May 19, 1536 is difficult to trace. There is no record of her visiting her parents and no evidence of any correspondence with or visits to her sister Anne or her brother George when they were imprisoned in the Tower of London. And I know many people have seen the movie The Other Boleyn Girl or read the book for that movie, The Other Boleyn Girl uh, by Philippa Gregory. And it is based on fact, but there is also a lot of fiction in both the book and the movie. Um, for example, it shows uh, Mary going to the tower to visit her sister Anne before her execution and speaking with her and that never happened. She never visited her sister in the tower. They, the sisters never saw each other again. So um, that that's more for the, the drama value of a movie and a book. Um, but yeah, that didn't happen. They didn't reconcile um, in that way. So I just wanted to <laughs> kind of point that out. Like there are historical accuracies and inaccuracies in both. Mary died of unknown causes on July 19, 1543 in her early 40s. It is thought that she is buried at Hever Castle. The issue of Mary Boleyn is Catherine Carey, born in 1524. The exact month and day is not recorded. She was a maid of honor to both Anne of Cleves and Catherine Howard. She married a Puritan, Sir Francis Knowles, Knight of the Garter, by whom she had issue. She later became Chief Lady of the Bedchamber to her cousin, Queen Elizabeth I, one of her daughters, Latisse Knowles, became the second wife of Robert Dudley, 1st Earl of Lancaster, the favorite of Elizabeth I. And then Henry Carey, 1st Baron Hunson, was born on March 4, 1526, again, male heir, so his birth date, full birth date, was recorded. Queen Elizabeth I ennobled him shortly after her coronation and later made him the Knight of the Garter. When he was dying, Elizabeth offered Henry the Boleyn family title of Earl of Ormond, which he had long sought, but at that point declined. He was married to Anne Morgan, by whom he had issue. Mary's marriage to William Stafford may have resulted in the birth of two further children. We do know that Mary was pregnant in 1534 to 13, 1535 uh, and stated that Edward Stafford was born in 1535 and an Anne Stafford may have been born approximately around 1536 possibly named in honor of Mary's sister, Queen Anne Boleyn. This would also be the same year that the queen was executed. And, you know, this is, this is the story of Mary Boleyn. It's more of a concise story. Um, but like I said, if you want to read more about her, I would suggest reading Alison Weir's book. Um, and there are many other books about Mary Boleyn. Um, there are still many, many things we do not know about her. Um, 
I guess nobody thought to write her full story down, but you know, with the limited information we have and maybe in future years, we will find out more, you know, you just never know. But that is the story of Mary Boleyn. Thanks for joining me.